What's going on, travelers? Man, man, just GQ, and thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Travel Guides, the podcast dedicated to making travel easy for everyday people like you and me. And I want to start the show off by welcoming all of the new listeners. Thank you for tuning in. Hopefully you heard about the travel guides from one of your friends or maybe stumbled upon it because you were looking for helpful, helpful travel tips. Or perhaps you were on Instagram or whatever. Either way, you could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with me, and I appreciate that. So thank you for tuning in. If you wouldn't mind, and if you haven't subscribed, please hit that subscribe button. Very, very helpful. And after the, after you listen to this show, please go back and rate and review us. This helps us to improve our ranking so that as people are looking for travel podcasts, we will pop up earlier in the rankings and we can help more people. We can get our information to more of the traveling nation. So... Thank you for doing that. Those of you who who are not new to the show and those of you who have been listening to us for a while, if the Travel Guys have been a blessing to you, go ahead on and rate and review us as well. Please give a heartfelt testimony that results in five stars, as those stars are very, very much appreciated. Today's episode comes highly suggested and has been a recurring, very, very frequently recurring theme is Coachella. So previously, I think early on, earlier on in the travel guides, probably in the first season, first half of the first season, we went over music festivals as a whole and talked about them, but we have not gone back and touched on festivals, how to plan for them, etc. really since then. So we talked a little bit about the um, inter- about some international festivals, but we just really haven't gone in depth about Coachella specifically and how to and how to do that. And so I want to take time today to give you a step by step guide of how to go about Coachella because the thing about Coachella, which surprise. I just returned from, and this might be this might be my D Wade year. I might be hoisting the jersey after this. It was just a, an interesting experience this year. I always have a good time at Coachella, but I saw less people. I just it wasn't as riveting as it has been in years past. Even though like it's always a good time with the acts. I think I felt a little salty because we missed. Sunday service and then I don't know I switched from weekend two to weekend one a couple years back and the acts just haven't been they just haven't come through to be all honest for like like because when you go to like weekend one you go there for like the surprise guests for like a Sunday service to occur for Cuddy to bring out Kanye for you know all these things now it last year it wasn't it was it was good because it was Baychella and she put on a hell of a show, so that was that part was awesome. But it was just more so this year. I, I didn't I didn't come back feeling as fulfilled as I typically am when I come back from a Coachella. So be that as it may, it could be one year fluke. I'm not sure, but I will be proceeding with caution. Where Coachella gets you is a lot of people will say, oh, that was fun, great. But then a month and a half later, they hit you with the pre-sale. So that's the first 
Message. Message. Coachella occurs weekend one and weekend two, starting about the second week of April and then goes on to the third week of April. And then they let you come back, bask in your Coachella glow. And then on June one, they hit you with the pre-sale. So they haven't announced the exact date for this year, but it looked like if you're planning off of last year, it was June, June 1st when pre-sale tickets went on sale. So I think that's just something to be cognizant of you don't have to buy for on the pre-sale but it is always smarter you get the tickets for uh for cheaper to be other honest they've been ascending in price initially they were it was 375 i think it was 350 first and then like it started to creep up 360 365 etc i think last year it was like 380 375 385 and so i would i would expect this year it might be like in that 385 to 400 range. The, it, the thing is, is when they go on general, general sale ticket or general admission, um, not general admission, when they go on, when they're just available for the second time around for the people, typically after the lineups have been announced and all that stuff, you know, you get, it, it, they're going to be higher. They're going to be like 50, 75, $100 more expensive and then if you wait then and try to get them on StubHub they're going to be real expensive because that's when people are trying to bust you upside the head I sold mine on StubHub one year and it was just a wild wild west I and mean, people are getting scammed because people are selling not when they sell them on through like licensed third party dealers so when you have like a StubHub or something to that effect that's safe but that's when people are paying because StubHub adds all these extra fees which obviously are going to the buyer so you're gonna you're gonna feel that there, but people are all in the comments on Coachella's Instagram page saying selling two two season one pass or two weekend one passes, two weekend two passes, etc. And that's where people can be getting taken advantage of. However, it's also a great way to find somebody looking for tickets, and you can strike your own deal. But you got you got to take the the trust factor there. So proceed at your own risk there, but. I just said to say, be prepared. June one, um, you know, pre-sales are going on, are going on on sale. And I alluded to a bit of this in, in my previous statement. You're buying blindly, so you don't know who's going to perform. You have no idea what's happening, but the but you are taking that leap of faith with the assumption that you can sell your tickets later. Now. It depends on where your risk tolerance is, <laughs> you know, because if the lineup is announced and Beyonce's headlining, you know, demand will be high. If they announce it and they have trouble booking a big act and or Beyonce drops out and then they have to find somebody else. Granted, they got Lady Gaga, so it still probably would have been easy to get rid of. But if they book Demi Lovato as the uh, and no offenses against Demi, I really don't listen to her music, but I'm just getting, there's not a big name, not as big of a name as Beyonce. You might have a little bit, there may be less excitement generated around, you may have a little bit of a rough time getting rid of that ticket. So I would just say proceed with caution on that. But if you want to wait, if you then you can wait until they announce the lineup and then you can just pay that that extra. It's It's on you. Now, as far as flying out there, this has been a bit of an education because a lot of people think that Coachella is actually in Los Angeles, which it is not. It is very, very much not. However, if you have friends in, in L.A., if you just want a nice hub to go into, then 
LAX is a, is a really nice option to, to fly into there. Um, the, you know, but you're looking at, you have other options is what I want to, what I want to get across. But LA, LAX to Coachella, you're looking at a, a strong, like, Two three hours, depending on how how traffic is, could be could be more. It just it just kind of depends, and when you're when you're getting in, because that Coachella traffic is no joke, and that is going to Indio, which is where Coachella is held, and going back from Indio. So you just want to be conscious about when you're booking, how what time your flight is, because this is not the time to really be that ambitious. If you are, although some people are, one of the one of the cats. This year that we were with, he he left halfway through, not halfway through, but he just like didn't go to sleep and left right after we came back on Sunday. And he went he went through. I I got up early as well, but I left because her was actually late, <laughs> like very late, like 30 minutes late, 20, 30 minutes late to her performance. And I had no desire to see Ariana, so I, it was easy for me to dip, beat traffic, get home, go to sleep, wake up. And then I hit the bricks at, like, 6 in the morning, drove back. But I flew into another airport. I flew into Ontario. Now, Ontario is, like, an hour flat from from India, and it was much more palatable than that, you know, two-and-a-half, three-hour trip to LAX. You also, if you if you feeling like that, and if your pockets are like that, you can go to you can fly straight into Palm Springs. Palm Springs, obviously, geographically, geographically speaking, the most convenient option because Indio is is Palm Springs, or it's very close to Palm Springs. So you can go in there, and and you will have a no commute. Basically, you could just take an Uber, and go to your go to your Airbnb. Whereas Ontario, I, I caught a deal on, on that because I booked, as soon as they dropped the lineup and I knew I was going, I bought a ticket on Southwest, knowing that I could cancel it. Southwest does fly to Ontario. I'm not sure who else flies there because I don't really fly anybody else. So, but they, but Ontario, or Southwest definitely flies into Ontario. I got a nice cheap flight and then I waited to be all the honest on buying my return flight because you have a little bit more flexibility with that. Additionally, in being able to space out those payments, you don't feel the financial hit as much. So also something to be conscious of. Now, from an Airbnb standpoint or from a lodging standpoint, you have a few options available to you. Car camping is the most heralded, storied avenue. Now, you are dry. I don't have a ton of detail on this, but I know that you they have campgrounds there where some people are setting up tents and some people are in the somebody people. Some people are sleeping in the hatches of cars and whatnot. I know that when the thing with Coachella, why you see a lot of people with these masks is because it's wildly dusty here. So, you know, it usually the dust actually started to collect a little earlier this year. Usually you're good on day one. You know, the the mask is like for fashion and for like just Coachella style or whatever. And then day two, there will start because there are so many the sheer volume of people that are walking on the grass, they will start to kill the grass and then they'll just be kicking up dust because people are generally lazy and don't pick up their feet. (laughs) But then it's on by day by the second half of day two and all of day three. Like you need this mask 
mass because it's like getting down in your in your in your lungs and it's like it's part of the experience and everything but you just need that and some people started to some like Coachella style started to extend itself to the to the mask because some people are coming through with surgical masks when we drop these Travel guide surgical mask, you could definitely use that. And then some people have LEDs, you know, some people just have like the dope bandanas and whatnot. So it just depends on what your flavor is, but you definitely need it because it's hard to breathe. To be all honest, like, and as you're, as you're walking through. And then there's the, uh, the famed dirt blow, dirt nose blow. So there will be there. I had one this year, but in years past when I haven't been as prepared. It has been more so. You will blow your nose and there will just be dirt that is coming out because you have been inhaling all the dust and whatnot. So you just want to make sure. I think that's that's a downside because you can't escape that when you're car camping. You know, uh, you, you all will have to look up pricing on car camping. I know it, it is econo- economical because it's for people, for people. A lot of times people are trying to evade costs with car camping. So they made that a little bit economical. I've stayed in some of the hotels that have been around, and a lot of times you can get these costs down by by rooming with people. So I know I, in, in years past I've dropped anywhere from $300 to $700. The $300 options have been hotel rooms that we've that we split we've been able to but you can and you can see and this holds true with airbnbs you can gauge based on how many how how far away from the grounds you actually want to be so it worked out this year because we uh, last year we had a house full of 20 people in an airbnb where we paid 650 700 dollars total but we had like a pool in the background we had like all these we had we had uh, we had a lot of stuff and i kind of got screwed because i was sleeping on the couch actually both years uh until i scooped to bed on the last night this year but we this year uh that group split so we actually had i rented a car because i drove down from ontario also an incremental cost that you'll have to look at if you don't fly into palm springs Although you could hit a deal, it's all about planning. So you can, if you have a, if you have points with, say, a national or enterprise or whatever, whatever your car rental company is, you can get that that cost down. Or if you have a discount through your job, you can you can always take advantage of that. So I had a car this year, and so we were driving to our other friends' houses, parking, and they were within walking distance to the grounds, which worked out beautifully. So we leveraged that. We took an, we had an Airbnb this year, and like I mentioned, for the last two years, and it, it's worked out beautifully. It's, it's just a nice, you don't really have to worry about much. You can be close to the action and you can choose how far away from the action you want to be. And then obviously like you can manipulate those costs there. So I paid six fifty seven hundred for the last two years. It hasn't been a whole lot of paying two installments, three fifty. So again, spacing out those payments ends up working out and helps it be more palatable from a cost perspective. Now, Oh, you obviously have the concert, and I'm going to spend less time on the concert because I have talked about that before. You have, but the there are parties that are around there, and a lot of them are. You just kind of have to be, be nimble in this. the The biggest one is the is the do over. It's at the Ace Hotel. Adidas throws a dope party every year. We got a DJ. It's near a pool. It's at the Ace Hotel, which is which is close to which is uh, closest to the grounds, probably about thirty minutes away. Um, and then you've got. 
but there are a host of other people who are activating down there and who have just a bunch of there was Amex has is throwing things. You have also have like some dispensaries down there that are throwing events. There are just a lot of brands that want to be active. You've got they've got they've got they've got spaces down there. So you just want to be on your Eventbrite game real tough and then RSVP, but you want to just make sure you get there early. Cool kids lose here because you will stand in the line if you're not if you're not early. But there are activities outside of the actual concerts there additionally there are people who go to Coachella that are not even attending the concerts they're just going for the for the parties and to be seen because especially typically in weekend one there's a lot of celebrities down there and whatnot so this is kind of the 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 quick and dirty guide to Coachella um as far as how you can get started, because the question from where this episode started was, how do I get to Coachella and how do I plan for it? This is how you plan for it. Once you get there, you and your people will have to get together and put together your set list, like who you want to see and y'all coordinate like that. But and then always there are, um, you know, you've got you got food and drink and all that stuff covered at the, once you get into the actual grounds. Well, they're going to make you have it covered. But I just wanted to give you the information on the front end so that when you're planning, you can actually get there. So hopefully that was helpful. That'll do it for today. Please remember to listen, subscribe and review. The Travel Guides Podcast. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, SoundCloud, as well as Spotify. So leave us some love there. Additionally, please follow us on, on Instagram at the Travel Guides at GQ50 at Y-E-S-S-U-R-O-7. Yes, sir. And that'll do it for another episode of the Travel Guides. And remember, your next adventure is just a click away. Thanks for listening. <laughs>